the Mark West Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Mark West Sports Cast. I'm your know. boy, Marcus Benjamin, and I'm chilling with my boy Wes. You know what it is. We give you that real on this podcast. And last night we witnessed something I mean, epic. <laughs> of of epic proportions. You know? I really? mean, I've been a sports fan since I was two years old. Mm -hmm. And last night, game five of the NBA Finals was one of the most intense games I ever watched in my life. I mean, overall, it was just a great sports event. Mm -hmm. I mean, disregard the fact that um, the rest wasn't cheating. I'm a Miami fan or what or whatnot, so yeah, I'm, I'm I am looking at it, looking at it from a Homer perspective a little bit, but just kind of looking at it from a sports fan, it was just a great game just to watch, just mm-hmm. to witness Jimmy Butler do what he buckets. do. I mean, Jimmy Butler is really cementing Wait, his no, legacy. Wait, no, 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 Jimmy buckets. Jimmy buckets. My bad. Thank you for that. But uh, <laughs> Jimmy Bucket cemented his legacy as one of the great players in Heat history. And that is not an overstatement by, by any respect. Mm-hmm. When you can do what you have done now in two NBA Finals games, triple doubles that were 30 points or more, five steals last night. I mean, Jimmy Butler was relentless he gave you everything that you wanted from a heat player as a heat fan he gave you 150 percent times twenty five thousand. Mm-hmm. you know this man gave you everything to be inspired for like if you having a bad day or or you feel like man i gotta write this paper or man i gotta get through you know, this argument with my wife, anything. Like, he inspired you to be great last night. He inspired Dade County to be great. He just inspired the Heat to be great. We've been great. He inspired Duncan Robinson to finally play and show up in big moments. We've been great. They just, they just, the rest of the world is finally getting to see that. You know what I'm saying? This your boy West back from Dade County. You know, I'm giving it to you raw and uncut like I gave it to you last week. I'm back in the building saluting my dolls, the Heat, loyalty all day, Heat Nation stand up. Um, basically going back to what I was saying last week. I told you Heat in seven. Know what I'm saying? Gary Payton already wrote his article about our culture. Now we gave LeBron, we gave LeBron a little taste when he came to Miami. We 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 educated a little bit, but he didn't graduate. He didn't graduate. He didn't graduate. If he would have graduated, it would have been not four, not five, not six, not seven. He would have handled that. But not going eight, back. Not nine, not ten. Uh-huh. But um, going back to what I was saying and feeling great right now after this great win that we done went ahead and had now. I was having a conversation with my homeboy early, and I'm like, shit. I didn't even want to text nobody. I couldn't talk shit. I can't do none of that. You know why? Because every time I talk shit, the Heat lose. So I'm going to go ahead and shut my mouth and let it speak for what it is. Jimmy Butler came through. 
Jimmy Buckets came through. You know, he he got an alter ego. Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buckets is the alter ego. Then we buckets. got Duncan Robinson. Lights out in this motherfucker. Finally showed up. You feel me? In but, the finals. But, 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 you remember what I told you last week? I was like, you was on Hero, and I was like, I think Kendrick Nunn is a better player because he Tyler got Hero? defense. He's a little bit more settled. Tyler Hero, he's, yeah, he's a great shooter. Yeah, he does all these things, and I ain't taking nothing away from him because, you know, it's Heat Nation. He's still young also. They're both but regardless young. of the fact. They're both rookies. The argument I was saying was, what? see, yeah, they're both rookies, and who, um, who came um, second place for rookies? None. Not so Hero. Because Hero was hurt. Regardless most of, the of the fact. But what did you say last week? You said last week availability means a lot. He's not available. It's not, hey, it's, availability. Hey, it is what it is. You're not available. If you're not available, hey, that's not going to make you great. That's one of the um, flaws that we was having last week. But saying what I was saying this week, Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn came through. He said his prayers. He ate his vitamins like the old Hulk Hogan that I used to fuck with before he said that racist-ass shit. Eat your vitamins. Come through. You know. So we had the Heat Hulkster. Mania. Heat Mania was going crazy. Heat Mania was loyal. Heat Mania was saying exactly what I was saying because all the motherfuckers that said that we was going to motherfucking get swept, you want to wear the black Mamba jerseys? Y'all supposed to wear purple, LeBron, but you went ahead and said you wanted to wear black like it's a funeral. No, 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 no. That's the same thing that the Spurs wind up fucking up and doing when they had that fucking tape around the motherfucking ring. No. You ain't gonna have that motherfucking tape around the court. They were doing that court. last night. Nah, and then what happened? That's the same shit that you wind up trying to do. What happened, LeBron? You're not wearing no sandals no more in the fourth quarter? No, your shoes is on. That's the disrespect that you do. You disrespect every motherfucking body in the league by walking off the motherfucking court with 10 seconds left, and you're going to come with this creative-ass story. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, I thought, shut the fuck up, LeBron. We know what you do. That documentary when you was young, you're the same motherfucker that you is now, the same motherfucker that you is then. The motherfucker that said, I got to go to work and have the same problems that I have. I know that motherfucker, but you don't need a motherfucker telling nigga that shit. I don't fuck with you, LeBron. I fuck with your school. There's a lot of things I agree with, but you, your attitude, your whole demeanor, when you're thinking that you're better than the other person, yeah, you may be a better athlete than the average person, of course, because most people don't even get that opportunity. You got people in the hood that's probably just like you, but they ain't go to school, depending on whatever situation that they had. You just was one of them diamonds in the rough that made it, you know, and I salute you for that, but you as a person... I know I'm not going to get fooled by the media and the bullshit that you motherfucking put out. Everything is motherfucking staged with you. You're not going to get the real with LeBron. The real is when you're mad. When you're mad, you get the real. When you're drunk, you get the real. So now you ain't going to catch LeBron drunk, but you definitely going to catch him mad. And what did you do? <laughs> you did exactly what I thought you was going to do. Yeah. Walk off the court. You're going to do exactly what I... That's why Jordan don't fuck with Isaiah Thomas. Your ass motherfucking lost fair and square, and you walked off the fucking court. That, Nobody fuck with people like that. That was definitely a bitch move by LeBron, and I'm not surprised one bit. LeBron has done plenty of, of bitch moves 
in his career. But I do want to touch back on what you said about Kendrick Nunn. I mean, Kendrick Nunn is a great player, and he made some great plays. Now, the question really is, is he on the trading block? Nope. And for me, he is. He's Why? on the trading block. Why would you do some dumb shit like that? Dragic it's is not, old. He's not, gonna be our it's point not guard. Dumb. It's not dumb at all. Dragic still got some what? years left in him. Um Dragic have two, you three can years. Get some value for Kendrick Nunn. No. So you might as well no. trade him now. For who? For somebody better than him. Or what? Yeah, like a, a Giannis. Young. Like a Giannis. Like, you put him in a you put him in a talking about last week and pay, I told you, you that. Put in a combination trade to get Giannis or you know just a, a a better player because yeah he's he's gonna get some points here and there but he's not consistent he's not consistent oh. at all and if you ask me Tyler Hero is Did more consistent you that, than, <laughs> than nah, Kendrick Nunn no 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 you tripping you tripping Tyler you know why Hero you tripping? is more consistent than Kendrick Nunn no and he's if not. I have to no, choose between not. him oh, how is and he? Tyler Hero that is bullshit Kendrick Nunn unfortunately is gonna get traded He's not going to get traded, and I'm going to be right here if I was in your GM, face the next Saturday Riley, when that happens, and I'm going to be rubbing traded. it in your face the same way I'm going to be rubbing it in your face when I said Heat in seven, and when the Heat motherfucking win in seven, I'm going to be right here broadcasting live but to the motherfucking That's not bi- even fair because if, when the Heat lose, I'm not even going to rub it in your face because I'm a Heat fan, you know? So you, it's a win-win situation for you. Ah, look at this, man. Look <laughs> nah, at this, man. man. Nah, it, I mean— really? That's how you gonna It's like be right or have the heat win. Nah man. Nah man. Nah man. See, me, me, it's 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 spiritual, you feel me? You have to have faith. You you you, you shit, I ain't never seen God before, but I pray to him every night, right? You feel what I'm saying? So the heat I, it's loyalty over here. So I have faith that they're gonna win in seven. And I said that when it was game one. And I still have faith. You feel what I'm saying? Even though I see on social media that they talk shit about the Heat, or when we win, we don't get no credit. They give us about two minutes on ESPN the same way they gave us two minutes on ESPN when we beat the Milwaukee Bucks. We we gave them a gentleman sweep, and we swept the paces. We get no fame, none of that, but that's exactly how we like it. So when we motherfucking win and we go back to South Beach and eat these, eat these motherfucking uh, uh, um, 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 fried plantains, pina colada drinks, you feel me, croquetas, you feel empanadas. me, you know what I'm saying, empanadas, and you know I'm going to have to get my coffee from Little Havana early in the morning because I need to Coladas. wake up because I've been partying all night from Cordalitos. this victory, you feel what I'm saying? So I'm just going to go ahead and say once and for all, LeBron is true colors. Remember what Jimmy Bucket said. We're going to win. He didn't say we're going to win that game. He said we're going to win. Love, I love the fact no, that he said we're going to win. He's going to win. That's going to be part of the storyline. Watch. That's going to be part of the storyline. Of course it's part of the storyline because no, 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 it's, no, no, it's a guaranteed no, after, Exactly. So you after know the, we win. The media is going to blow it up. Like, hey, Who's the Jimmy only Butler, person that beat LeBron in all in points, in rebounds, in assists, in NBA history? Jimmy Buckets. You feel what I'm saying? And yesterday, he was calling for the ball. Let me get that, boy. You know what I'm saying? Let me put my big boy pants on. What? I'm guarding you, LeBron. I'm scoring on you, LeBron. And any motherfucker that want to come in front of me to motherfucking try to defend me, I'm going to score on your ass, too. And if y'all try to double me, I'm going to give it to Duncan. And he's going to motherfucking rain on your motherfucking parade. 
the best thing about Jimmy Butler is the fact that he does it both ways, though. The boy just defends. He got five steals last night, too. So not only is he just getting buckets, you know, hence the name, he is also getting steals. And he's D'ing up LeBron. He, he, he's LeBron. sometimes guarding AD as well. And you know me, I'm going to play devil's advocate. But What's that? Devil's advocate on, on two topics. Hmm. One goes the Heat way and one goes the Lakers way. Uh, okay. So I only got one. Let let's start let's start with the Heat first. Now can you imagine if No 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 Dragic no 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 in this series? Don't st- no don't can start you imagine with the if Heat. Dragic was don't playing in this series. Start with the Heat. Start with the, started Lakers. with the Heat. Ah, come on. <laughs> You gotta start with the Lakers because the real the real storyline is gonna be the Heat and the victory. So you gotta so start with the with, with Dragic, LeBron. Dragic, though, if he was playing in this series, I think we would have won already for the closeout game in Game Six. That's how confident I feel if if Dragic was playing or even if Bam was healthy nah. the entire way because Bam is not even healthy. He coming Game 100%. Seven. I would say he about 80 percent. He coming Game Seven. He's not hundred percent. He was missing some shots around the rim last night that he should normally make, and. So I think if Dragic was in this series, this would not be we. I wouldn't be on edge as I was in Game Five because I'm like, man, you know, it wouldn't be an an elimination game, Love. elimination game Love. in Game Five. Love. So that's the Heat's perspective, Devil's Advocate. You okay, know, let me if, pick it back you know, off of that. that. Since I only got one side, you feel me? I don't see the Lakers fucking winning. I don't give a fuck what the media say. So let's go ahead and play the Devil's Advocate. I'm one sided over here. So um, when the Heat win, right? <laughs> this is exactly what's gonna happen. The storyline is going to be LeBron James having a 3-1 uh, um, um, up on Miami Heat. Oh, and they yeah, came that's, back that's and beat you three that in a row. nullifies his 3-1 com- comeback exactly. against Golden State. Exactly. Like, people give him that, that credit. Like, oh, the only team to come back from but 3-1 he was a in bitch NBA ass nigga. Finals nah. comes up with the block against no, 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 no. Fuck the block. So that no, 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 no. We got to go back to LeBron. Like, oh, you with the Heat. You with a ball and no, franchise. No, 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 no. And you won two chips. We got to go with LeBron. You you remember what LeBron did? did? The green-ass motherfucker that I've been telling you? What did he do to Draymond Green? What was the disrespectful shit that he did to Draymond Green when Draymond Green was on the floor? Didn't he kick him in the nuts? Nah. He walked over him. He walked over him. He walked over his ass. Like It's like he's walking over him like... Look, little nigga, I'm walking over you. And Draymond Green, like any man, another man try to walk over him like that's going to have the same reaction that Draymond Green had. He knew that he was going to motherfucking lose. You feel me? Because they had no, they had no, of course they had no, no stop for Steph and, 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 um, um, Thompson. But, but, but Draymond Green with the rebounds also, and he was a little bit more consistent with the threes then, he had to take, he had to take him out because Draymond Green was the only man could really stick him and not really have to get no fouls. And you know they love calling fouls on Draymond Green. But he was in, he was the one that was not really getting fouls. They was, they was playing LeBron how the Miami Heat is playing LeBron. Multiple people 
playing LeBron. One person going to get a foul, take it for the team. The next one person going to take two for the team. This is exactly what I'm going up, going ahead and talking Yo, about. But if we come back and win this series, it's that, not you know what that win. shit is like? You know what that shit is like? It's like... Unicorn. It's like... Say you're in a fight, right? You're in a fight, like like a real fight, like maybe like a boxing fight or like a UFC fight, and you down and you getting beat, and you just come back from getting knocked down on a canvas. Muhammad Ali versus you know, motherfucking um. You George you Foreman. may got like the seven count, seven to eight count. Came back, ref, you know, grabbed your gloves, and, you, and, and everybody, everybody, including ESPN. All week have been already crowning LeBron, and they were already crowning that fighter you fighting against, and you just come back and j- you just hit him with the back slap, bro. We hitting them with the, the rope back though. slap because to LeBron it's gonna it's gonna feel bad as fuck, bro. Like he's you, gonna feel no, 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 hurt. Hold up, did this you dude see? is gonna be hurting. He's did gonna be see? crying in his bed. He was crying that already he was in the game. against his ex team. He was already crying. Boss. You didn't see him and this crying guy when AD Jim got injured. Buckets came back and came back with the back slap. What? You didn't see. Face. You didn't see LeBron's face when it looked like AD blew his Achilles. You didn't see LeBron's face? You know, see, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up because that was going to be my Lakers perspective, not Lakers devil's advocate. Oh, okay. Think okay. about it this way. If if Anthony Davis does is because to me he's not 100% either. You fail, man. You know, he doesn't seem like he's 100%. You fail, man. North Carolina over dominating this team. But you see, if he's 100%, He's a better he's a better player than Bam would be a hundred percent. Only reason why he's better than Bam so, is like the same the argument I told you last way. week. Bam is not consistent with the shot. He has but everything that AD saying. got. The only way the, the Lakers win is if Anthony Davis, who has a better shot than Bam, has a Jimmy Buckets type of performance. He already had that. That doesn't mean it can't happen again. No. That doesn't mean it can't happen Let again. Me come on. Something to you, like, this is this is your well, moment, like, Anthony like, Davis. Come on, man. Like you've Anthony been watching Davis, this, this shit for the longest. Moment. If come you on, don't, no, no. You know what's weird about Anthony Davis, though? It's like he doesn't. He's always like, injured, like he, I said last week. And he comes up small in the moments too, just like LeBron. They're almost like the same player. I said almost. that. They give, like there was moments where you were watching that game where the dude was just standing in the corner. Oh my God. And like Crowder is just standing in front of him, like you're not gonna throw it at Crowder. Crowder's gonna gobble that ball up, Love. like, and and he has either Iggy on him or Jimmy buckets on him, and he's just standing there in the corner. Look, like he went back to Heat he basketball. He is just another player who, like LeBron, is a physical specimen, but don't know what to do with it. No, you know he's one of them. at times and the big moments they just don't know what to nah. do. He's and a motherfucker to defer that, to someone else to get the job done. He's somebody and, that, and that's why Jimmy buckets. You see LeBron. LeBron AD in this is series. a great player. AD is a great player. Both of them probably once in a lifetime type players. You know, you may find people similar, but like to have all their their techniques, the athleticism, the height, the weight, the knowledge of the game. You know, it's hard to you know, duplicate LeBron or AD. But the thing that both of them 
has that most players don't have, like Jimmy Buckets, and I'm happy he don't have that aspect to his game. When it comes to crunch time, when it comes to close games, he's going to go ahead and do what he has to do. Now, Jimmy Butler been doing that. It's part, it, he's been, you know, because, you know, everybody know about his background and everything like that, about his mom, about, you know, how he got thrown out, you know, how he grew up and everything like that. But that's been our culture. That's been heat culture. He just finally just came over here and, you know, finally found his his his, his biological parents. You know, he yeah. came to, yeah. to Heat and he really found where who really raised what was was his parents that probably gave him up or whatever. Yeah. You know, let's talk about that signing. I mean, that signing um, is, you know, signing him to as a max player to me is one of the best choices that the Heat have made. And if we if we think about it, I mean, the Heat have made some questionable signings. Some of those signings are, you know, Whiteside. Whiteside was a great signing. Whiteside was a questionable signing. No, as far it wasn't. As the money, as far as the money that you gave Whiteside was not warranted. That not was because bit. of Wade. No, not signing Wade, you mean. No, that was because, they didn't sign Wade. Look, they exactly. should have signed because, Wade That was to snub Wade. Whiteside. That was to snub ways for not being loyal. Up. What you mean? That is not fucked up. What you mean? You're not Dwayne loyal Wade's to no, loyal. no, no. He wasn't Dwayne loyal Wade's at one that of time. Most loyal, no. Players. He wasn't loyal at that time he because he fucking. wanted to get paid. No. Why not? What? You built this franchise. You want to get helped get three rings for this franchise. I feel yeah, you 100. percent If you didn't get paid, when I hollered at you, Pat Riley, when the Godfather he brought took you, less money when, when LeBron the, uh, and Bosch came when here. He was the least paid. When the Godfather came and hollered at him, one on one. When the Godfather hollered at him after he did all that, after all our history, you bringing us a first title in Miami and all that, this, that, and the other. Your name Flash D Wade Connor. You feel me? But when you was on that, when you was on that plane with LeBron, and you been, you making it seem like you found out that night, and you didn't tell, you didn't tell Pat Riley. That's why Pat Riley didn't give you that bread what, what because you, you wasn't because loyal. He didn't, he you didn't was loyal to Pat LeBron. Riley. You was not loyal to the Yo, Heat at that hey, time. Hey, no, check this out, man. Come if, on, if, man. If if two of my homeboys got beef, right? I'm gonna let them settle it. Not it has nothing to do with me. Only if, if it affects the business. Two of my boys, right? You talking about business? You think business. I'm gonna step in between? You know, Hell yeah, Wes you got, and Chris. Look, you got to be like, hey, you got to step in. I'm, it. Ga- I, I, I'm if just me, gonna have to side with Chris. If man. me, you I, and Chris, if me, you and Chris was on the Miami Heat, and you knew that Chris was gonna motherfucking leave, and I knew that Chris was gonna motherfucking leave, and Pat Riley holler at us. Yeah, he our homeboy, but we gotta stay over here. And, so let's just say Pat Riley is like the old boy, like our parents. Or or, or 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 like the you know the the, the mastermind. So basically, there's, there's I gotta I gotta I, I gotta turn my, my back. I gotta turn my back <laughs> on Pat Riley because Chris don't want to keep it a hundred with Pat Riley. Chris should have told Pat Riley from jump, and not even put Wade in that situation. But still, regardless of the fact, you chose to fucking go with LeBron and follow LeBron. So of course, Pat Riley not gonna give him that bread. Like motherfucking uh, um, LeBron didn't get drafted care, by the man. Heat. LeBron didn't 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 You didn't owe really... that to D Wade. You owe that money to D Wade, just like the Lakers did with Kobe Bryant. Lakers, yeah, they suck for a few years, but Kobe Bryant is one of the greatest players in your franchise, and you owe it to him to pay the man. 
Kobe didn't I'm do no sorry. green shit that he did. I'm sorry. Like, you no should you should have paid D Wade and not signed nah, Whiteside. That's nah, a questionable signing. Nah. But Jim, but this brings me back to Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buckets was, you know, just like um, um Coach Spo said, he said that the signing of Jimmy Buckets is is one of the greatest in Heat history. Exactly. You know. Exactly. And I couldn't agree more with that, especially he gave him the max deal. And he's obviously the MVP of this team. But you you can't discount the fact that the white side signing was the wrong one. It, it was the wrong signing for the Miami Heat. I'm sorry. And, you know, there's, there's been other players that have been questionable, like, you know um, – Philly cheese over there. Yeah, you you barely even notice that that guy's even on the team on the That's Lakers, but he's actually Wade, on the man. team on the Lakers. But he's getting they had a zero minutes because he it was a domino effect, man. It was a domino effect. LeBron waiting so long, knowing that he was gonna leave. He already met what with Dan Gilbert, like when we was in the playoffs during our playoff run. You know, like how are you focused on the playoffs and you're already thinking about leaving already? You should be focused on winning the championship. That's one. Two, so you already knew you was going to leave, so you didn't have to take that long when it came to free agency. Okay, Wade, you don't feel no type of way about that? Okay, that's one. So, bomb. then you got Wade going ahead and knowing that he's going to leave all this time. You like you, you part of the banana boat. And you're going to say that you ain't know? It's, it, it's one thing to say Boston no, Boston no, because he's not part of that banana boat. But, like, Wade, Wade you knew. Wade is loyal to to Dade County, he's loyal to Wade County. He's been loyal. He that's why he came back to the Miami Heat. You know, like he was drafted by this team. He he brought us back when we were in a lull after Tim Hardaway and Alonzo Mourning had their run, and he kept the legacy going. He he, he won a championship. He brought two other free agents because you know. Obviously, that's when he was loyal. LeBron and Bosh are not coming to Miami. All right, all right. Let me give you an example. Wait, wait, wait. Dwayne wait, wait. Wade's not quick on question, that quick team. Quick question. Quick question. You, you just gotta, had to pay the you man. Got, that's, you got, that's a lapse. Nah. And then give you an example. You got watch. I still hold a little hate on that move by Pat Riley. No, you know. But other than that, he's the Godfather. Nah. But, 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 you know, but the they, they, they decided on Jimmy Butler. I mean, all these, yo, they was bad mouthing Jimmy Butler like crazy on ESPN saying, oh, he's a bad teammate. That's what they say about you know, real niggas. Like all, you know, they like players people that, like, that, oh, that don't they like, like playing sheep. with him. They like she, you know, they like people. Nobody that just, was picking like, the nah, heat team. Man. They were saying the Heat might not even make the playoffs. They always say that about the Heat. Like, come on, man. Like, this is not a new story. Like, it's Groundhog Day. Groundhog year for the Miami Heat. Jimmy Butler is the greatest signing of that um, happened with the Miami Heat. Why? Not because of him um, being like a player. Like it's it's, I mean, it's so, no it's so, because so better than let, let, let's talk about some of the great great um, signings. One is Shaq. Come on, man! Like like getting Shaq to Miami. The reason why I don't a say big signing. That was a great Alonzo signing. Alonzo Mourning. Oh, my God. Alonzo Mourning like, from Charlotte. Let, let's let's remember, the, he started look, with look, Charlotte. Look, you got Shaq. And came to the Miami Heat. Shaq, 
Tim was, Hardaway, no. another great signing. Listen, these are jerseys that are in the Raptors at trust the AAA. Me, I agree with you hundred you know? percent. But out of the the ones that you're saying, Dragic like, is also another big one too. Also, look. a number I think is going to be in the Raptors, um, at the AAA as Who? well. Goran Dragic. Okay, okay. Now let me go ahead and say like the great Heat signings. Of course, you got the Dragic signing. You know, of course, you know, but. You got the Alonzo Morning signing. You got the Tim Hardaway signing. You got the Shaq Har- um, signing. You know, you got the LeBron signing. Let's go start with Alonzo Morning. Alonzo Morning was a great signing, but availability means something. Even though you really grasp and displayed the Heat culture, meaning you gave a hundred, you gave you like you was on E. You you had no more fuel in that tank. You gave it all, but you had that kidney problem which kind of you know derailed your career until you got that transplant now i fuck with you but availability means something but again he he embraced that culture you go to Shaq to come back from nah nah yeah to come back for that you know i'm gonna give him all that nah but look then you got Shaq you got Shaq 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 is Shaq freaking nature like lebron but he didn't buy into the culture you know why because he used to everybody giving him what he wanted. He didn't buy into the culture. That's why he left the way he left. You remember he left talking shit? You don't remember yeah. that shit? Yeah. Like, come on, I nah. Mean, after that, yeah. Still, but you, you talking shit. You like, nah. Shaq with the Lakers? We though? don't discuss bullshit. Look, I hear he you. came over here and slimmed he don't down. discuss they shit on media. It be in-house. You break camp. You broke camp. You feel me? So that shows that you didn't buy in 100%. Ain't nobody saying that you at 80%. At first, I think he did. Yeah, at first, yeah, you did. But then you start feeling yourself. You feel me? Nah, nah. So you didn't buy in like that. So that was a great signing. But, like, it's not like Alonzo Mourning signing. The only thing with Alonzo Mourning is the availability situation because of his kidney. You feel me? So he really bought in. Then you go to the Tim Hardaway situation. Tim Hardaway, great signing, you know, but he didn't never take us over that hump, really, to be honest with you. Great signing, but, it, it, you know, it didn't really do too much for the Heat. Yeah, we, you know, we was relevant now. They, were, they weren't giving free tickets at Burger King no more, you know, for <laughs> you to go to the Heat games, yep. you know. But, but, but for real, like, yeah, you know, we had him, we had P.J. Brown, we had, but it didn't take us over that hump. We didn't make it to the finals like what's going on right now with Jimmy Buckets. Okay, so we got Tim Hardaway great player and what derailed him is what what his comment was what he said i'm not going to go into it but again you know that would derail his um um situation and again that's not that's buy, not buying into the culture cuz we do not speak in the media you know so that's why he fucked up even though he really bought in but again it's just like Shaq if you're going to talk shit don't talk shit outside of the of the stadium talk shit in the stadium in front of everybody that you know is keeping you you know keeping it in-house so that's another situation great signing but it's not like jimmy buckets you know you got Dragic. Dragic was a great signing you know i don't think the best signing why because you know like he same thing like tim hardaway it didn't take us over that hump we was trying to re you know we was trying to rebuild because lebron and d, d- wade done turned their back on us you know and, and, and you know, was in a situation because of Chris Bosh, you know, and his situation availability. You know, he had his blood clots. You know, great player, whatever. But LeBron, great signing. Everybody would want LeBron, but again, you didn't buy into that culture. 
You didn't buy into the culture. Why? He bought in at first. He's just small. He's a uh, small-minded person who can't come up big in the big moment. Uh, But he bought into the culture. But after a while, he was just like, I can't keep doing this. You know, where Jimmy Butler is like, this is he's a heat lifer is what we call him. Exactly. You know, he's a heat lifer. Ways a heat lifer. And Dragic is is a heat lifer, nah. and of course UD is is a heat nah lifer. Now going, now nah going. No, nah, those are the players that you know you can ride or die with. Exactly. So I need to know: is this a team? Let's just say, I know you know we already know West thinks you know the Heat are gonna win these West NBA knows. finals. He don't think he knows, but let's just say um, they don't. What do you do to this team? You keep it the same. Do you keep it exactly the same? You because come on, man. You like keep it. them you keep shooters it. are gonna be back next year. Look, you, you know keep it the same. You them know shooters. You... Maybe we could take out um, the Lakers again. You know, if you know, we discuss. We do already. win this finals. We discussed this like on. Um, but Golden State is gonna be back. Golden State's gonna be back. Look, um, Brooklyn is gonna have something to say. And you know Listen, what happens? Do we dude. need another player? No, we don't. Can we, should we trade for another player? No, so like, you keep the team exactly the same. I'm if we tired lose, of hearing motherfuckers like y'all because y'all if always say the same bullshit. You saying the same bullshit that they saying on ESPN and and, and, and Fox Sports. Oh, do they need a trade? I seen some bullshit on the Bleacher Report about oh possibly getting Blake Griffin. I don't need no motherfucking Blake Griffin. When ultimately, what it what, what it comes down to it, the Heat nah, need to go ahead not, and keep the team Blake. that. We're Griffin. have right now. We need to keep the team that we have right now. So, um, 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 get rid of certain players. Solomon Hill, Team Wolf. He don't really do anything for the Heat. Then you got UD. UD, you're the soul of the Heat, but you need to wind up being one of the assistant coaches. And you doing? I mean, something, we already know that's what's gonna know. happen. He's Boom. gonna be assistant. Then coach you're gonna go week. ahead and next, keep uh, Dragas. Yeah, you're gonna week. keep Dragas <laughs> for like. Dragic, you we got to give Dragas another contract. He's older. I'll give him a two, maybe three year contract at a a reasonable price because. Again, availability. He's getting injured. You know, last year or something. This year is a something. Even though I know if he was always 100%, he's going to give you 110%. He's going to give you not just 110%. It's going to be like, damn, look at the dragon on the screen giving him clutch shots. You know, 5-0 five, five run, and then he gave you a 3. You know, you know, it's always something like that with Dragic. But me, again, I'll keep this this young core that we got. So you'll keep Kendrick the exact Nunn. same team, you no. say. Yeah, I'll keep the exact same team. Don't do anything to exactly it. because again, at the end of the day, the free agencies, people like people like Kawhi Leonard, people like I, th- Giannis, I feel like we need all one these more individuals, player. all these individuals not gonna be free agents next year after this season. They're gonna be a free agent the year after that, and we'll still be able to have the core that we have right now a little older, a little more battle-tested. They're already going to have won a ring already, you know, by winning against LeBron, and then we're going to go ahead and sign someone, if it's Giannis, if it's Embiid, if it's, if it's Kawhi, if it's any one of these individuals, possibly, hopefully, Kawhi, you know, then... I think that would actually take up over so, another hump. All right, so Jay Crowder, he's on a one-year deal right now. All right, you you resign him to what? A two-year deal, three-year deal? I could see that because you need a three and D guy, two and years. I feel like he's gonna, um, you know, 
improve on a three-point shot. Like, that, that's something that can help tremendously. If we get Crowder hitting his shots in this next game, it's going to be a different different game or a different, um, you know, way it plays out. I mean, some of these players on this free agent list that I'm looking at right now, um, like DeMar DeRozan. He's trash. Like, I could see him buying no. in to the to the heat culture. I'm no. not going to lie. I do like Fred Van Fleet. I think he's a good player, but I it it'd be it'd be questionable as to where he would be in the rotation. I guess he's going to be in the rotation with with Dragic helping him off the bench, which leaves Kendrick Nunn tradable. No. So I t- I would take Fred Van Fleet man. over no. Kendrick Nunn right now in this moment. Uh, Montrez Hell, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with him. Gordon Haywood, nope, not, not, not in the uh, slightest. Uh, resign Gordon Dragic, definitely. Gallinari is not a team, not a player I really trust. So Demar Derozan, um, and Fred VanVleet are the only players oh that I would consider uh, adding to this team <laughs> no. now, uh, uh, next season. Because finish. if if you told me you like the wrong things, right like now, I'll let go a uh, uh, Kendrick Nunn. And a draft pick for DeMar DeRozan, I'll take it. Mm-mm. I'll take it. Mm-mm. I'll sign DeMar DeRozan uh, to. What are you saying? To a two, to a to maybe a two year deal. Um, so tell me, the, I wouldn't see why so you're not. Saying the hood no more. Three year, than, t- than, three year than, team than, option. Then the professionals. If the hood knew more, they'd be making more money. No. Oh, the hood is on fleet right now. <laughs> Trust that. You feel me? You already they be know making more money. The hood got bread. Trust when it that. comes to that, the sweat is real. Yeah, because again, the, you know, let me let me they let good me, on let fraud let me, and all me, of that. Let me go ahead and, and and tell you. I'm looking at this list right now. You got Anthony Davis. Anthony Anthony Davis. Um, you have Brandon Ingram. You have Demar Derozan. Garbage ass. You got Fred Van Fleet, garbage ass. You got Montreal Harrell, Gordon Hayward. You got um. So pretty much everybody on the list is garbage. The West. <laughs> yeah, you got Gordon Dragic. Of course, you got the Dragon. Fred you Van got, Fleet nah, 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 definitely nah, nah, nah. is Davis a player. Burdens, Yo, got, got Fred Van Fleet single-handedly beat the Heat this season. Who cares? Do you remember about? that game? It was in the bubble. Single-handedly, this dude like, beat no, us no, in that like, game. Nobody cares about you one game. About that? You talking about regular season? Like, no. Hey, that we're in one the finals game. right now. Come down. Exactly. If Come we down. had him in the finals Relax. right now, we probably if we had the dragon right now. That, like, what are you saying? Like, come on, man. If we but, had the dragon, what? Like, come on, man. The best ability is availability, no, though. He's not playing right now. No, no. Let me let me explain something to you. Dragons is not playing right now. Right now, you got Goran Dragons number eight on the list. That's already gonna be a sign. Um, for the Heat, so I'm already taking him off the list because I know they're gonna sign him. It's loyalty over here. Something that it seems like you don't know about, and you're talking about you being a, a, a Miami native and it's a Heat culture and this, that, and the other. And you, like, none of the first person already off the list is going Dragas because they're not letting him go nowhere. Period. So there's nine more people on the list. You got Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis should be who the Heat go after. Why? Put him at the motherfucking power forward. His no, that's no, no, not no, no, realistic, no, 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 no. though. No, it's not realistic. Look, look. See, this is the reason why the hood is talking, and you could go ahead and sit on the corner real quick <laughs> for a minute while I go ahead and explain what I'm talking about. Because drug is already not off realistic, the list. Man. It don't need to be realistic. I'm looking at the list right now, and that's what I'm going on. I'm not going on 
oh, you know, uh, 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 you know, it's fantasy basketball or anything. That, I'm going that's, on, no. That's basically what you're doing. No, it's not. How is, how you're is saying it? Like, Who do we got on? Because our- in fantasy basketball, yeah, I'll draft Anthony Davis. Ain't Who do we have? Week. Look. But this dude is going to be loyal to LeBron. He's staying in L.A., bro. Exactly. See, but you're not letting me explain what I'm supposed to be explaining. You're cutting in, and that's the whole reason why I'm saying Dragas is out the, off the list. You got nine more people on the, on the list. You got Anthony Davis, which is, again, Freak of nature, one in a lifetime on player. I think he's better than Bam. Why? Because he has the shot. If Bam has the shot or can um, can uh, wind up getting better and more consistent at his shot, then I don't need Anthony Davis. But since he's on the list and he's number one on the list, I'm going to go ahead and say that he should try to go get Anthony Davis. He's a free agent. We don't have to trade nobody. We're going to go ahead and already sign Goran Dragic to a reasonable contract. People like um, that we have on the, on the Heat that's going to go ahead and probably be gone and be assistances. Udonis Haslam. So that contract is gone. I don't know how much he make, but I'm pretty sure since he's loyal, they got him at probably like three or maybe four million dollars a year. You know, then uh, Solomon Hill, we grabbed him on a trade. OK, Team Wolf. You know, I fought with you the long way, but I don't fuck with you the long way because I don't know you. Every time I seen you in regular season, when the trade happened, you always do some bullshit. Iguodala, you're going to sign him, but you're going to sign him to a veteran's contract, which is minimum. Don't you even need to worry about that. And he are, we already have him signed to two more years anyway. On two more or one more year. But again. Kelly O. Kelly O'Linick. We could get rid of Kelly O if we're getting fucking Anthony Davis. Like, why do I need Anthony Davis? And I got Kelly, like, why would I keep Anthony, um, Kelly O'Linick and I got Anthony Davis? Like, calm down. That don't even make no sense. So the reason why I'm saying that is, again, we're going to keep Bam at the center. We're going to keep Bam at the center, even though we know Anthony Davis should be the center, but I know um, Bam don't have a shot. What so about I'm John gonna, Wall? Is John Wall a garbage no, too? No, I don't fuck with John Wall. Again, availability means everything. You're always injured. Come yeah, on, that's what I'm saying. Like, availability is everything. Look, we, I'm on Availability is everything. I'm on the heat right now. I'm on but the you're heat talking right about Goran Dragic, who's Goran. not available again, right now. So if is, we had a Fred Van no, are you not hearing what I'm saying? Hold on, hold on, hold on, right hold on, now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What does the Heat culture mean? Loyalty, giving everything in the no gas tank. No franchise that is, is absolutely hundred percent loyal. Ahead, huh? No franchise is hundred percent loyal. How many I, players did we let go that you. we even drafted that All we right. that grew up in our system? Right, Karan so Butler, we so loyal to Karan so Butler. So why? No. So why? <laughs> Cause he would he, no, like, cause he mean, probably didn't buy into the motherfucking culture. Why you Don is still here then? Why is he here? Okay, that's like, what are that's you saying. What, like, that, come on, man. Loyalty means something. Have left the like, just they don't wins, even play his just ass, Winslow, and they paying him. Gone. Mario Chalmers. Gone. Um, Richardson. Gone. Again, I mean, again, it's a business. It's like, a business. But again, <laughs> all those people that you just said was not consistent. Were they consistent? Yes or no? Okay. So, no. So, so that's like, what I'm saying about Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn was he is, consistent? Hell yeah, he was. No, he's not consistent. So how how, how he came number two in you know um, rookie? Where is he play, in these um, finals when you need him? So how did he Where's come he number two? Where is he in these finals? You didn't just see Where the game that he finals, just had, bro. You didn't just see the game he just had, which he made had us win. He had a decent game. He had a decent game. I mean, but so, where were you in game two? Where were you in game three? Where you were you in game four? Where was everybody else? 
There was a, a lot of players stepping up. Eight. Like, look, look. Tyler Hero's been stepping like, up more than Kendrick You sound Nunn. like you're not from Dade County because, like, the shit that Why? you're saying because right I'm now, real? it don't make no <laughs> damn sense. It don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. They loyal. They loyal, so they went ahead and keep him shooting. Duncan Robinson was giving bricks all day, like, but damn, they're keeping him in the game and they keep telling him foul with them threes. Yeah. But, That's part of our culture. Like, like, come on, man. He's a shooter. And what they tell shooters when they're a shooter. He went there, went Kendrick like so Ru- Reggie Kendrick Miller didn't have off not, games. Kendrick Reggie Nunn, Miller didn't have off games. Kendrick Nunn is you not remember a shooter when Ray like Allen Duncan was Robinson. here and Ray Allen was missing for a minute. And we like, what the fuck? Like, damn. I'm so used to seeing That's his a ass. shooter. Exactly. And what is Kendrick Nunn is not a shooter. How he's not a shooter. He's not a shooter like a Duncan Robinson or Reggie Miller or Ray Allen. Come on, man. You're talking oh about from God. Dade County, but, you know, you're making us look bad he's right now. He's a shooter. He, he's he's not, just a point guard. not like a Duncan Robinson or Reggie Miller or Ray Allen. So where you, when he first you let those players shoot because you know they're going to get hot eventually. They will get hot. That's why you tell players like that to shoot. But Kendrick Nunn is not a shooter like that. Maybe he could develop into one later know. in his career, but he's not know, that right now. You, I don't know what you were saying. But in the you know who season. is a shooter like that you is probably, Fred Van Fleet. Oh, no, that no, no. dude is a shooter. No. And if you put him in no. this game right now. So you saying Van Fleet is better than Kendrick Nunn? <laughs> Kendrick, um, yes, Van Fleet is All better right. than Kendrick Nunn. Now the world is going crazy. I see aliens now. But regardless <laughs> of the fact, we're going to go Why? ahead and change Why? the subject. Like, can, can, you want to pull up the stats? Yeah, we could pull up the stats. Chris gonna you, go ahead I and mean, you know, you our producer gonna pull that Van Fleet. Mm-hmm. Come on, like in, in the game, I don't know how many points he had. Don't worry, they are gonna pull it up. Don't, I don't worry know about how many that. Points he had. My point gonna be made in a few more minutes. He was raining threes on us. It's gonna be made in a few minutes. Don't worry about that. You know, um, if we're on that win now mode, and we can get. We're not on win win um now mode. Well, we're what? too. What are we're, you talking about? We're about to win, like Pat, you said, and we're not on win now. Pat, mode? Pat Riley Come said. On, man. Pat Riley said that we're two years ahead of schedule. He was not thinking that. He was like, "Yeah, we're gonna be a better team," but he was not thinking that we're gonna be in the finals. Yeah, I mean, we're in I the finals, so that. of course it's win now mode. But we're ahead of schedule, so why derail the fucking schedule by fucking trading away our fucking core? That don't make no damn sense. It's coming from the fucking Godfather. We're what in are you the saying? NBA Finals, bruh. You don't get much close. Like, there's only one team that's closer to winning the finals than us right now. You know? Here go the stats. Our loyal producer just went ahead Yo, and that- gave our stats. Now, here go the stats. Now, you got Kendrick Nor- Nunn, a rookie. So, oh, wait, wait, no, 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 no. Here points, go my point. Here go my point. More points, more rebounds, no, more no. assists. What about minutes a game? Like, Dragas is the pure, like, come on, man. Points per game. You got Kendrick Nunn. 15.3 points a game average. Then you got, and he's a rookie. And then you got Van Vliet that been in the Van league Vliet. a few years. Boom. 17.6 points. So you average two more points. 20, he's actually only 26 years old, bro. He's actually only 26 years old. Kendrick Nunn is 25. You got a 25 and a 26-year-old. Regardless. One is better than the other. So, How? like I said, How? Fred Fleet is he a better player than Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn. Like, what do you mean? Kendrick Nunn's what do you coming mean? off the bench. The stats are right there. Kendrick Nunn is paying, uh, coming off the get- bench. What are you talking about? Dragic is get, getting a lot of, like, you, don't you know he's he's Dragic? He's Dragic's backup now. He's, but he gets and more minutes. And he's made big shots. He in, gets more minutes. He's made big shots in the big moments. Oh Let, let's God. not... Let's not forget. He's also got. He's also got a championship. 
where he made big shots in big moments last year. Okay. So Van Fleet is a better player than Kendrick Nunn right now, and I would trade for him. Why not? And I just think he's just a better backup. They go fucking up the salary cap again. Because Dragic, Dragic's got, got an injury we, now. We we don't got him. I love Dragic. We got more him than everybody, but we he's got, got an injury now. That no, is the reality. That's why you got Kendrick so, Nunn. Like he's a fucking pup. Like what are you saying? Like that's the whole point of fucking Heat culture. We build our players up. Like what are you talking about? You already are. Oh, let me go ahead and trade trade Kendrick Nunn. Like that don't even make no sense, but. Like, I'm not going to go nowhere with you, so I'm going to go ahead and change the subject to football <laughs> right now. I'm going to go to the kind of UN versus Clemson tonight. You yeah, know, I mean, um, me personally, we that. already know what Clemson does. You know, we call him Sunshine last week, and he definitely um, did what he did. I think did, last week did they play, or was it the week before? He had a bo- I think UM and – UM had a bye week. Uh, my uh, Clemson did play uh, Virginia. It was a close game. Uh, closer than what the experts thought, but they pulled it out in the end. You could clearly see that Clemson was the better team than That's Virginia. That's why I give but Miami this is gonna be, the victory today. This is going to be uh, this is going to be supposedly a better, a better game than people think. Exactly, you know, because I've been asking around, and a lot of people think uh, the Canes are going to lose by you know a touchdown or so. But I really think it's going to be a close game. I think Miami's quarterback. Derek King is dynamic. He can make plays with his legs, and he is a smart player. So watch for this player to really, you know, be a superstar in, in this game. You See, the sound thing too about excited game tonight, the, th- the thing about this game tonight, though, is it is going to be in the rain. So I feel... That running game is going to get going. I think this is the, the the game that you finally see the Miami offense be the Miami offense um, on the big stage against the number one team in the nation. It's really a, a great opportunity for them to really show nationally what they can do. Uh, I'm a little worried about that defense right now. I don't really feel like they can stop. Clemson's offense and it's not so much about sunshine it's really about the the boy who who kind of tote the ball at running back which is Travis Etienne that boy is yeah Etienne what, what happens to be my um my mom's maiden name <laughs> um yeah he he is gonna be to me a player that will be in the NFL next year he's gonna do his thing guarantee tonight. um he oh, he's a player that you can start to think about drafting next year in fantasy. We still going to get the victory. He's going to make numbers, just like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is doing in his rookie year and other running backs did. So I think he is more the key to this victory for Miami. If they could stop him from really going off, I agree. Um, you know, it's going to force Trevor Lawrence to make plays, and he's going to make some plays because he, cause he's, he, he's sunshine. But I think De'Aaron King could keep up with this um, offense. Just because we run uh, a hurry-up, high-tempo type of offense, we keep you on your toes, and they're going to be backpedaling, and they're going to be titled, tired, tired in in that last quarter. My prediction on the game is UM is going to win. Of course, they're going to do exactly what the Heat going to motherfucking do again to LeBron James home team. game seven. His home team, so I'm going to go ahead and 
watch this game. It starts at seven thirty in Day. Um, I don't know if it's in Day County. Is it in Miami? No, the game's in, in Clemson tonight. Okay. ES, it don't matter. We uh, red ESPN too. or ABC. Uh, I think Clemson will pull this game out. Uh, look at this. Uh, I think um, it might be will be a close game. I feel like it'll be uh, an overtime game. I really feel like it will, it'll, it'll be that. I give up. Uh, but I mean, I think it could go either way. It, it's 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 hard to it's hard to say who's gonna win. But I feel like if I had to put some money on it, Clemson. Me, I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is all the time. Same way, like I said last week, I put my two hundred dollars up to your one hundred dollars, saying that he gonna win and. Uh, Finals game seven, but, you know, we're going to keep it on topic. I'm going to bring it back to Clemson versus Miami. I think Miami's going to go ahead and give another upset. Why? Because we got that air raid offense. We're giving you about 80 plays a game. Most teams give you about 40 plays a game, 40, 45 plays a game. So even if we wind up um, coming out slow, um, I think we're going to give more plays to actually score or kick a field goal or keep it close or something like that. But ultimately, me, I think that because we give this um, high-paced offense like Marcus just stated, I think that we're going to go ahead and uh, wind up, you know, give it what the Heat give is everything in the gas tank. And by the time my gas tank is on half, your your gas tank is almost on E. Why? Because you're backpedaling like Marcus just stated also. You're going to be backpedaling all day where we're, we're not running a traditional offense, you know, it's a spread offense. Our quarterback can run now. Our quarterback can really pass now and be accurate, you know. Um, so I think today it's going to be an upset. Um, I really hope that is a blowout, but, of course, that's not being realistic. So I'm going to go ahead and say um, UM 35 and Clemson 28. Well, I, I think it's going to be 38-31. Uh, Miami or 38-31 Clemson. I really think Miami could win this game. Don't get it twisted. I think they could win this game, no doubt. I think it's going to be 38-31, you know, uh, Miami or Clemson. <laughs> but, um, you know, um, I think they can win this game if they don't turn the ball over. If we could see the, the turnover turn chain. Over. If we can see the turnover chain a lot, I think they can win this game. But yeah, let's switch it over to the to the Dolphins. I mean, the big question is, do you start Tua or not? Nope. I mean, like, do you start Tua? Like, I say no because there's no reason to. What's the reason? I'm gonna risk my quarterback out there for what? You know, for like a mediocre season, for like a seven and nine or or eight and eight uh, type of season? No. We're going to do the same thing that Kansas City did. We're going to rest them all year. And, you know, we start them day one um, say, next year. Didn't you start, you say day start one. Tua huh? last week or one of these weeks when we recorded you was saying start Tua? No. I oh. was never on the train. That must the train. have been somebody else. You know, <laughs> I was trying to give you the business because I'm like, no. No, I was never on the train to, to start Tua ever, you exactly. know, this and, season. And, and, but and, I'll start day one next season. Next, you next know, season. You know, like, because it, it, it's going to be the same thing with uh, – or you're hoping it's going to be the same thing with what happened with Patrick Mahomes. And he wins the Super Bowl in his second year. 
Um, or he could could in first because I mean the, the team that that the Dolphins are building is is really good so far. You know, I really like you know what I see from the wide receiver position. I mean, their wide receivers are good enough, you know, to win games. You know, you'd want to see a little bit more from the running back position. Uh, Jordan Howard is garbage. He's not doing shit. Um, Breda is is an offseason signing that doesn't seem to be worth it. You're lucky you hit on a, a draft pick with Miles Gaskin. Now, the rookie is your, your only real so, really solid running back. But on defense, I feel like Flores knows what he's doing with the defense. The defense kind of reminds me of a, dare I say it, like the evil empire type of defense. Let's not even say the team's name. <laughs> you know, that's what it seems like. He, it seems like we got a, an evil empire type of defense because he was from that evil empire. Mm. So you just really need to uh, develop the players that you have. Uh, Baker, like that with the, Baker the linebacker is seems like a legit linebacker you could keep for the long haul. Um, now the the cornerbacks to me are suspect. I feel like uh, I mean sometimes Xavier Howard gives you a play like every two or three games he'll give you a play, but He's I feel 100%. like you, we still got plenty of draft picks for next year. You know this is just tank tank part two, and in time. We'll have a, a a team that I think will definitely uh, make the playoffs next year. I think now so. the team that you gotta be scared of in this division to me is not even the Patriots. It's, it's the, the Buffalo Bills. Bills. You know the Buffalo Bills is like a team that's looking really good right now. Looks like they hit on their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen made a huge jump from year one to year two, uh, which nobody saw coming. And they got a defense over there. And they got playmakers. They got running backs. Okay, okay. Two running backs from the crib with uh, Devin Singletary, who played out of Atlantic High School in Delray. Nobody uh, Also played at FAU. And then you got Zach. uh, Damn, can't forget his name, but he's out of Hollandale, right right from around here. Nobody cares about Buffalo. Zach Moss also is a running back. So Uh, that's the team. Yeah. That, that's a team that you got to be ready for mm. next year. Me personally, again, I'm going to piggyback off what Marcus was saying earlier, what I've been saying all season, before the season. We got to We got the, the player that we wanted. He's injured. He just had a hip injury. I don't care what the doctors say because the doctors say a lot of things. Those doctors work for the actual team, so I'm not going to believe they ask. They say I'm good. That mean I love. I need a little bit more time. So, personally, me, I think Tua should sit. He should learn from um, the good things and the bad things that you know Fitzpatrick does. You know, a lot of the good things is you know being a team-friendly player. Um, you know, his 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 um, teammates love him. You know those things. But you know, and also learn from the bad things that Fitzpatrick also does sometimes. Zoning on one on wide receiver and possibly making an uh, interception happen. Luckily, they got butterfingers and they don't catch the interception. But me personally, sit tool for the rest of the year. Start them next. Start them next year, or even probably sit them a little bit next year. You know, and rather than waiting too long to start him, you know, 
two games of Fitzpatrick or three games of Fitzpatrick doing some bullshit or some fuckery, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, go ahead and put Tua, you know, probably next year, game three, game four. That's only if Fitzpatrick doesn't, you know, do his thing. Because we, we actually got him signed for two years. We might as well see what the veteran can do while he's into him. But um, as far as the Dolphins right now, um, you know, I don't think we're that we're I, I like what we see. I'm, I, you know, I like what I see. I don't know about other people's eyes, but the O line, I'm so used to the O line being so trash and the quarterback having no time where the raw receiver has no chance of even having a ball thrown anywhere in his direction or a reasonable, or reasonable ball thrown that can be catchable. So I'm looking at the O-line. O-line is doing great. Looking at the D-line. D-line is looking okay. Why? Because we don't get that much pressure at the quarterback. Um, so I think next year, um, you know, a DN first round, top pick, first pick is possibly what we need to actually go. And, of course, we got our pick. And, of course, we got Houston Texans, who's on three, on four right now. We got their first pick and their second pick ne um, next year um, because of the uh, Laramie Tunsil um, trade that we did last year. So that's also a plus. Me, uh, I think, will the raw receiver core, like, um, um, would um, – Marcus was staying earlier, stating earlier is also a plus. We got Ford, who is good. We got Jakeem Grant, that is good. One of these players going to have to stay. One of these players going to have to go. Jakeem Grant, the owner actually handpicked him in the draft, so I give him possibly the better chance at staying, even though Fitzpatrick has a better relationship with Ford and completes a lot of passes which with Ford and he actually catches them. So me, I think the wide receiver going on what um Howard was saying. We got Ig Ig not um uh, Ig. I, let's just call him Iggy like Igudala. Let's just call him Iggy because I don't know how to pronounce pronounce his name. We got the rookie, you know, and this is the time to get your feet wet. This is the time that you know we have to um go ahead and um test you out. We got Tua. Possibly our future right. sitting and waiting. And, you know, we got um, our other corner that we wind up signing that had a groin injury. He hasn't played probably more than maybe five minutes in a game. We're going to get him back soon. So, again, these losses that we're getting, I'm not worried about it. It's rebuild mode. We have um, draft picks next year. So, again, losses do actually benefit us next year. But, again, yeah. me personally, I think we should sit Definitely. to uh, and um, – wait for next year before we go ahead and have him come in the game. All right, yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, so that's enough about the Dolphins. I mean, you know, it is what it is. We're tanking for this season. But, I mean, let, let's talk about uh, quarterbacks, though. Since since we got a quarterback, we don't got to worry about that. Um. But Dwayne Haskins just got benched, you know, Um. and they're giving it to Kyle Allen. I think he's trash. I think some people like to pull a race card it is a race on – you don't know on on some players, you know. I think certain players are just not good, you know. Just like some white quarterbacks are just not good, and they get benched. Um, Miss Trubisky just got benched. He's white. I mean, so I think it's actually one of the most unprecedented years for black quarterbacks. You got so many black quarterbacks out there that are balling, you know. Um, I don't even really tell the difference anymore. You got Deshaun Watson, you got Lamar Jackson, you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Russell Wilson. Um, these are all like the best 
quarterbacks. Yeah, but so, it's, it's like actually, you can't say the top three who who your top three quarterback is without saying a black quarterback in the first three names. You know, you have to say Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Russell Wilson. You know, and then you got Deshaun Watson, and then you got Cam Newton. So. I don't really think it's it's really a race thing as far as quarterback concerned. Now, as far as the front office, yeah, I believe there's white privilege there for sure. Like, as far as the front office, definitely you, you would want to see more more GMs. It, it's good to see Miami having a, a black GM and a black coach, by the way. But, you know, those are far and few between. But, um... Yeah, I I think people who try to pull the race card on that is just you know really ridiculous. Me. Now, I, I think we should uh you know switch switch to a different topic. Hold on, now nah, anyway. before we before we jump in, you know I gotta get my perspective too. Now you're not just gonna go ahead and <laughs> jump on a topic, and, the topic and, and, and and not not give me my 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 due. Me personally, I think Haskin. You know, sometimes I think it, it depends on the organization. It depends on the people that you got around you. Of course, we know Washington is dysfunctional. We know race, sexuality um, is questionable over there. You know, he, you know, the owner is, you know, he's he's been um, going back and forth with the media about the name of the, the team. So we got, we got former employees, and I, I don't know if probably current employees suing him for for um you know sexual misconduct or something like that and the nfl is investigating also but again you know in regards to you know an organization that like that that's dysfunctional you know i wouldn't you know i'm not surprised that they benched you know haskins and you know gave um the other quarterback a, a a a a shot you know because you know sometimes it's race depending on where you're located you know um and not not even just where you're located but who's actually the owner you know and that team has a dysfunctional owner you know and he's going through a lot you know the team's going through it a lot with the name with the with the charges and the sexual misconduct um charges that they got against the team and him you know so you know it's not a surprise to me that you know Haskins got benched you know it's it's basically the opposite of Miami Heat culture and being you know like all in and 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 not just being all in but having your 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 the owners of the team like really being part of your family so you know in some some teams it's just business and in some teams you know power you know corrupts all you know so you know it all depends now um we're gonna change the subject i'll let go um marcus go ahead and change the subject on Yo, let's just talk about tom brady and these tampa bay bucks though. Tom Brady, oh, you know i feel tom like Shady. Yo, we we saw angry Brady again on I Thursday see. night. If you like see, if you seen it, man, like dude didn't even know the down he was on. Man, that that's a sign of old age, bro. Like he's forty three, I believe, out there playing football. I think what we saw on Thursday night confirms that this will be Tom Brady's last season. Mm-mm. You know, of being anything. You know of what we know of Tom Brady in the past. He is not going to be a guy that is going to, I believe, win a playoff or even get to the playoffs for the Bucs. 
You know, I just feel like he is at his, you know, this is kind of his ride off into the sunset. But unfortunately, it's not as as shiny as he thought it would be, (sighs) you know. It would be nice, especially considering how the Super Bowl is actually in Tampa. So it would actually be a home game if they actually made it to the Super Bowl. But they are far away from from the Super Bowl. Nobody with, cares with Tom, about Brady. Tom Shady, If you got a friend. if you got a team like the Bears that beat you, which is a game that I actually picked uh, before. With garbage I mean, quarterbacks, you know the little the little office pool, and I'm still up on on that. But I I mean the Bears winning and beating Tampa Bay uh, the kind of the way they did, where they didn't really have a lot of offense at all. Um, you know Nick Foles, he he kind of gives you what you, what you what you you know can be can live with uh in a game but i mean the Uh, bears i'm not so sure can actually make the playoffs they they might make that last spot maybe no uh in the nfc tom brady but uh no tom shady again like i said still no love for tom shady and annoying the patriots i don't care if you went to the tampa bay bucks you know like um your old quarterback yeah um, you're going to fuck up, you know, not just that, like, it's not even what's, you know, Tom Brady's fault, you know, it's, it's the whole team's fault, Tom, you know, the Tampa Bay Bucks for years been, uh, um, trash, you know, they, they've been one of these teams like the Cleveland Browns, like the Jacksonville Jaguars, like the, like the Detroit Lions, you know, like the Cincinnati Bengals, Again, like the Miami Dolphins, you know, dysfunctional. You know, the Dolphins, hopefully they look like they're going, you know, they turn in a corner, you know. But, again, you know, Tom Shady, you know, his he, his his um, teammates and his, his his coordinators and his coach should have, you know, made him aware of that. You know, it, it should be no reason why he don't even know um, what down the play is. Regardless of the fact, you know, it's not just Tom Brady's fault. You got to know what down team. it is. It's the whole team fault. Like, it's the whole team fault. It's not, it's not like, it's the whole team fault. You can't just blame it on one person. So, it was sad. Even though I don't like his bitch ass. You just you saw know. it as soon as he as it happened. Cause nah, he, you know, I, I just don't fingers. like that he lied about it in the end. That's the whole thing. You know, everybody made mistakes. So I just don't like when people lie. I hate liars. It's the same way he lied again about his phone magically disappearing, you know, when the FBI wanted to know what was going on. But, again, that's another story, and that's going back to the story that I was saying last week and the week before that where I don't have no sympathy for the Patriots. I don't have no sympathy for um, Tom Brady. You know, he made a mistake last week. It was not just his fault, but it's it goes back to speaking on culture. You know, like, that's a mistake that a team like that would normally make, just like the actual uh, Miami Heat. Not, not that, that that what the Miami Heat don't actually do. Now, so, do you think the Bucks are a, dif- are a dysfunctional franchise? Yeah, of course. You know, like they're a dysfunctional franchise. Bruce Arians, he's a a, a players coach. So, when you have a players coach, you're gonna have some dysfunctional motherfuckers just going ahead and doing what the hell they want. When you got somebody like Bill Belichick, you know, people hate authority. That's just all it is, you know. And you know, even though I don't like his ass because his authority. I don't really it, – it, that's not what I hate about him. I hate him because he's really a cheater. His name is Bella Cheat because he cheats. And like I said last week, Don Shula, the great coach of the NFL, undefeated of the Miami Dolphins, he's a cheater. If he's a cheater, Tom Brady is a cheater. 
everybody else that won a championship when they won a championship had to know something. I don't think that, you know, you know, it's just the head that knows and nobody else knows. So regardless of the fact, um, we're going to go ahead on some picks. I'll let you go ahead and pick first on your games. I mean, let's just first talk about the Dolphins game, obviously. So, uh, I mean, the Dolphins play the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday afternoon game on the West Coast. No fans in the stands. Uh, the Dolphins, actually a team that gets up and down the field. I believe, I believe they score around 30 uh, points a game. Uh, Garoppolo should be back uh, for this game. They're, they're starting quarterback that led them to the Super Bowl. And uh, their running back, Mostert, should also be back this game. So I think it's going to be a tough game for the Dolphins to win. I don't to be think honestly. So. I think um, – Fitzpatrick is likely going to throw some interceptions. Uh, hopefully the running game comes up big in big moments. But the defense is really where you need to rely on, on this win if you're a Dolphins fan. Um, and I'm not sure that they'll be able to be able to stop them on a consistent basis. Oh my God. So I think disloyal. San Francisco, just because I Again. pick against Miami doesn't mean I'm disloyal. Let me just say that right now. Cause I look at it from, you know, my, my brain's perspective, not nah, my heart's perspective. Nah, but I, I, if I put my you. heart in I everything. You, I pick the dolphins and the hurricanes in the heat all the time. No, but, it, but you know, it, I look at like what's this, real. This, we don't always win. See, it seems like it, it seems like, but we don't always nah, win all the time. It, it seems like, especially with the hurricanes, like especially with been, the dolphins, that the heat going to you know? lose. You saying that the dolphins going to lose. Yeah. I put the dolphins. I picked the Seahawks last week. What did the Seahawks do? Like we losing. The Seahawks beat the dolphins. You know, I picked them the last Seahawks week. Beat the Dolphins because the, the and I um, think it's going to be a similar type of game. They're going to be in the game. They're going to score, but it's not going to be enough to win. Uh, I think the Dolphins lose. Oh my god! I'll go twenty nine to twenty. Me, I think that the Dolphins actually going to win this game because. Um, I think I don't remember exactly, but I think that there's something going on with the San Francisco 49ers, probably the quarterback. I don't remember exactly what it is, but quarterback is back this you game. Know. Their quarterback, okay, uh, okay, and the backup is is actually pretty good yeah. as well. He's, he's you better. Could, you than could be back, our third string. You could be back, but still, regardless, you know, I think we got our corner that we just paid all this money for coming from the Cowboys. He's coming back. He's been playing. He been um. Um, he wanted to play last game against the Seahawks that I think we could have won if we actually um, didn't have like maybe like four or five field goals and we would have actually scored a touchdown. But I think that right now uh, we should do good. Um, I, 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 hopefully if it all depends on the game. It depends on the game and the O-line. Like I said, you know, I'm so used to the Dolphins O-line looking so trash where the quarterback has no time. If Fitzpatrick has some time, I'm pretty sure that he's going to wind up doing some things that some people are going to be like, damn, he still got it. They go, you know, Fitzpatrick again. You know, it's the unicorn coming out of him, you know. So uh, I think that um, if we can actually, um, you know, guard and block for the quarterback and give him, like, a reasonable amount of time to actually throw the quarterback to – 
Devontae Parker or the Fords or the Grants, you know, then I think we should be good. Um, um, I think that um, the score probably is going to be um, a close game, and I think it's going to be a close game because of the defense, because, you know, the Dolphins hasn't been, haven't been going into the end zone. They've been, they've been, you know, moving the ball, getting first downs, but when we get to goal line, you know, we just been tripping. So, I so what's your that, score? I think that the the Miami Dolphins win, um, thirty five. No matter of fact, cut that. I think we win twenty four to twenty one. All right, twenty four twenty one. All right, that's um, that's very Homer Homerific about you. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, let's let's talk about the Giants and the Cowboys. I guess um, Cowboys are a team. These are actually two garbage teams to me. Now, I mean they're all like supposed to be good, but they just not. Why are they supposed um, to be good? That uh, Dak like Prescott. Press. That's another black quarterback. You know, <laughs> you know, um, Dak Prescott is is not a, a player that can do it on his own. Uh, I feel like they do win this game though against the, the lowly Giants. I mean, they the Giants are you know a team I do root for as well as the Dolphins, um, but they are just not gonna come up with a victory in this game. I think Dallas definitely gets this win, um, but they're gonna keep it close because this is what Dallas is. So I go uh, twenty. 2017 Dallas. Uh, here go the same old garbage teams right now. You know, um, I think that Dallas gonna obviously win, and people gonna jump on the bandwagon. Wagon, you gonna have Skip Bayless talking shit or their back, this, that, and the other. You know, I think that Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys gonna look great in this game, or they gonna pull out a a, a close game, and people gonna be like, oh, there go the grit. They're going to know it, but we know the Dallas Cowboys, what they normally do. They give you highlights, but at the end of the day, they're not going to win the Super Bowl, you know. So ultimately, me personally, I think, you know, it's going to be a game where I probably throw it on. I'll probably throw a movie on and just probably see highlights but on NFL Network. But um, I think it's going to be a um, game 28 to 28 to 29. Dallas Cowboys victorious. Um, I think that the New York Giants, even though they trash, they have a rivalry, and Dallas Cowboys always find a way to keep the team close, even though you're looking great. There's always these, oh, my God, I can't believe the Dallas Cowboys had them, you know, make a play that, you know, brought them back in the game. But ultimately, I think the Dallas Cowboys going to survive this one. Skip, Skip Bayless, you could talk shit, you know, and – um, I think that's what the score is going to be, 29-28, Dallas Cowboys victors. All right. Uh, let's talk about this Bills-Titans game. Since it's been moved, since COVID has spread rampant through the Tennessee Titans, uh, Tennessee is now mask, going basically guys. almost on close to 14 days or something like that of not playing anything. I mean, mask. they're also undefeated, and so are the Bills. So uh, the Bills have been kind of rolling right now. Um, that's why I feel like the Dolphins can probably like beat any team because they play – 
tough against, you know, arguably the they've had a pretty tough schedule and they've arguably had a chance to win every game. I don't want to win. Um of course I don't want to win, but they had a chance to win. So that's why it is promising for next season for the Dolphins, but uh, the Bills and the Titans is going to be an interesting game played on a Tuesday night. So we're going to have Tuesday night football, which is weird. So COVID is like, it just throws a monkey wrench in everything, you know, <laughs> like even the football season. So this actually puts the NFL in a situation where you probably have to shave off the last game of the season just so everybody plays an equal amount of games. Because you're probably in a situation where a team is – is falling so behind in a game, it's not going to be fair to uh, measure them against teams that are playing more games. So that's a situation that you want to watch for the future that COVID is throwing in uh, real quick. Uh, but with this game, it's good old Ryan Tannehill, at quarterback for the Titans. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, uh, some of the receivers are actually going to be out like Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys. But they got Derrick Henry, you know, which is that running game that can't be stopped. Um, But I think that Bill's offense really is an offense that is going to put points because of Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs signing is one of the – is one of the, uh, you know, biggest signings of the uh, offseason, low-key. Uh, he was one of the best players for the Vikings, uh, if not the best player behind Thielen uh, over there. But he is really adding to that offense. That's why I think the Bills find a way for Ryan Tannehill to turn into Ryan Tannehill again. Tannehill. <laughs> Get some interceptions right. and win this game on the Look. road in Tennessee. Uh, 30 no. to 24. Look, this is exactly what's going to happen. Tennessee been going through the bullshit with the COVID. You know, they also about to get fined because they was training, you know, um, after they got um, diagnosed with the COVID. And in 20, I think 23 or 24 players of the Tennessee Titans got diagnosed with the COVID. So me personally – yeah, even though they change the time, I'm looking at the Bills. I'm looking at Josh Allen. I'm looking at what he does. I'm looking how they're consistent at they're looking regardless of whatever's happening, whatever adversity is happening at that particular time, they're going ahead and surpassing the adversity. Um, so, I, you know, I'm taking the, 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 the Bills all the way. I'm not going to go too, too much in it just because you're dealing with COVID and the bullshit. You're dealing with you know, not having your normal routine, and that's going to affect the player. That's going to affect any normal person, you know. So, me, I'm going to go ahead and deal with Josh Allen. Josh Allen and the Bills, they're going to go ahead and win. Um, I, I give this a blowout because Tennessee, you know, dealing with the COVID and the inconsistencies of everyday life, I give the Bills 35, and I give the Tennessee Titans 21, regardless of whatever they do. Now we're going to go on the Eagles and the Steelers. I think the Steelers are going to go ahead and do what the Steelers normally do. You got Ben Roethlisberger, you know, burglar, because he stole the pussy multiple times. Um, I'm going to go ahead and allegedly, 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 you know, I'm going to go ahead and um, 
say, you know, you're going to get what you normally get. You got a dysfunctional franchise in the Eagles right now, and you got a, 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 a still organizations that had like two or three coaches in the last 30, 40 years. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the Steelers just off of their essence, off of their histories. Um, it's going to be mean, a blowout, 28, and then you're going to have the Eagles maybe like 17 points. The Steelers got a defense, man. They, they've got a really strong defense. And Always. if Ben Roethlisberger could just, you know, stand up and not fall on his back. burglar. You know, <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Um, they will win this game because I don't trust Carson Wentz. You know, Never um, I might if I'm Philly, I, I would see what Jalen Hurts has <laughs> at this point. You know, I don't believe in uh Carson Wentz at all, and that defense for Pittsburgh is gonna be mauling them. And they they really don't have any playmakers over there uh, in Philly. I mean, these are just kind of a bunch of guys, no real. Big playmakers that can give you, you know, a 90-yard run like that. So, uh, I think, you know, the Steelers should win this one fairly easily. I I would go 30 to 10 Steelers. Reasonable. Now we're going to go ahead and jump into the Rams and the the Red Washington football team. I'm about to say the Redskins. You know, but the Ram- the FT. Washington football team, of course, you got the dysfunctional organization again. You know, I'm going to go ahead. They've been state quarterback. You got a team that striving for um, playoff at, 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 um, pl- playoff um, um, adversities and finally making the Super Bowl again or, or and, and, and um, winning. So regardless of the fact, not going to go in too much. Just because of the bullshit I normally see, Washington's going to lose no matter what it is. And then I'm going to go ahead and say the Rams maybe 28, Washington 15. Uh, yeah, this is an easy pick. I mean, the Rams are, you know, a good. They're a solid offense. You got Aaron Donald in the middle. Um, They are going to give you, you know, I would say at least – 20 to 30 points. Washington, you can't trust that offense, even with Dwayne Haskins. And you're going to say another quarterback's better than this guy I, after what we just saw. Like, if you were keeping Kyle Allen on the bench for that long, then why'd you lose all these games? So, definitely, it's going to be a, a sad day for Washington FT, is what I like to call him, the Washington football team. Um, I, I, I would say they score. 41 points, 41 to 17 Rams. So, so yeah, I mean, well, what else is there to talk about, man? I know what there is to talk about. You're going to go ahead and set it off and tell everybody about what you're doing in the local sports, how you be sliding to the high schools and seeing who's going to go to the University of Miami and <laughs> All them other people that want to go anywhere else, but really the people that want to keep it trail and stay down here. But, you know, my dog, he been doing his work. You know, I salute my dog. You know, he be um, on local sports. He be at the schools interviewing players, doing his thing, 
keeping it real, giving right, you a I different mean, perspective. Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate the, you already uh, know. the intro. <laughs> Come on, but, you already um, know I fought with you. But yeah, um, high school is in flux because of COVID. I mean, I, I'm going to say that, like, first and foremost. I mean, COVID has kind of attacked uh, the high school game just like, you know, everything else. Schools are just now going to be opening up. Um, teams are just now – some teams are just now going to be starting to be practicing. Um, so you haven't really seen a lot down here. I did get a chance to see Thad uh, Franklin, who is the running back for Shamanad, committed to Miami. Doing this thing. Will be getting some playing time next year. You already know. It's you all can about already you. know um, because Cameron Harris, who should be making plenty touchdowns tonight against Clemson, will be going to the NFL. Next season, it's all good. It's as all long good. as he stays healthy, this a motherfucking running back factory. It's all so good. that Franklin is a beast. He did hurt his ankle in the game that I saw against American Heritage, who also has uh Miami commit on the team, James Williams. He's a five star. Another one. American Heritage Another is out one. of Plantation. It's out west. Um and Shamanaz in Hollywood. It's right there off of uh 441 in Hollywood. You know, it's in the cut right there in that little corner by that by that car wash. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what cars I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You so, know what it is. So yeah, uh, those those two players, I got I got a chance to see. Uh, James Williams made plenty of plays in the backfield. Uh, qu- um, question is, is like where he's gonna play because he can't play multiple positions. Um, I've seen him play wide receiver. So, uh, he is definitely going to be a primetime player that you're going to see for the next two to three years. Uh, I mean, this kid, he's like 17, must be a 17-year-old, about, either about to be 18, senior, senior mm-hmm. this year, Freaking which means they're going to be on campus uh, starting next season. So, those are two players you, you definitely want to look for. Last night, you seen a player, Brandon Ennis. I mean, he's a young kid. He's a sophomore, but this kid is electric. Just, just me, me. You know, for me to be talking about a, a sophomore at this point, but he's got maybe about, I want to say about 30 offers at this point. So if a sophomore has that, Brandon Ennis, he plays for U School, but the thing about U School, U School is actually university school, uh, Nova. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they got their own high school, which is a private school. They shut down because of COVID. So good. what happened was a group of coaches got together and was said, you know, let's start up this other school you called True me? Prep Academy. Yes, so man. all of those players on U School, on that team, now play for True Prep Academy. Why not? Because of COVID, we have True, True Prep Academy. What you mean? You know? Come on. And to get this bread. that's a player that – um. That I think it, it, he plays for that team, Brandon Ennis. He was electric last night. They actually played at the Inter Miami um, Stadium, University University School in Champagnat. Champagnat is a, is a small school out of Hialeah, defending two A state champion, mm-hmm. who played uh, University School last night at the Inter Miami Stadium, um, that they built out for the new soccer team that's out there, off a of commercial. So. Use uh true true prep academy uh won that game last night and Brandon Ennis had a uh, had a big day 
So look out for a Benjamin report on that. And and I would say the other players to look out for next week because that same team, True Prep Academy, is playing St. Thomas Aquinas this week. St. Thomas Aquinas is, a lot of people say, the best team in the country. You already know. Best team in the country. Best high school football team in the country. Let that sink in. Um, They've won national championships before. Um, This is not new. St. Thomas Aquinas is the most decorated high school football team here in South Florida. Out of Fort Lauderdale, right off of Davie and basically 95. Sports factory. So they get that team next week, which is which is great to see. So you'll see a lot of great players out there. Their quarterback uh, is a player to watch. Um, I've, I've heard that Miami could be of interest. You already you know. know. You got to stay to that career. You know, <laughs> with, with, that, uh, with their quarterback, uh, their running back, Hankerson. Anthony Hankerson is another player you, you want to look out for out of St. Thomas Aquinas. They got uh, – Go on. Um, you know, uh, Jake Harrington, who's a, a receiver, white boy, who's got speed, uh, gets over the middle, is a tough, tough runner. They got that player over there um, that can definitely help them win another state title, which is what St. Thomas Aquinas does. They mm-hmm. have the uh, most state titles in the state. So, so um, you know, from down here in South Florida. So... So yeah, that that's a game to look out for next week. Uh, likely, I will be uh, at that game uh, next week. So, well, we'll see. You know who comes out on top. Likely, St. Thomas is going to win that game, but you want to see what kind of player, uh, kind of plays Brandon Ennis is, is going to make against that defense, uh, which has another great player, Tyreek Sapp, on, on the defensive line, who. Is committed to Florida right now, but Miami could possibly you already it, know. You know, depending on how the season goes. That's why this game tonight is really important. It's really important for Miami to win tonight because if they do, that's going to really boost it up for recruiting. Because if like? they see a team that can beat the number one team what in the nation, like? Clemson, who plays in the same division, Sorry, it's sir. really going to cause the U to – uh, gain and recruiting tremendously. So we'll see what happens tonight. I really think they have a chance to win. Um I mean that's I mean that's pretty much it. I mean we we we'll we'll see what teams I feel like uh Miami Central is another team that has a chance to actually be a national champion this year. So uh depending on how the season goes, even though there are some teams. This this is another um you know news news thing as far as high school football. There's going to be a tri county championship. So the high school teams that decided to opt out of the state series because they didn't feel like they were considering COVID the way that it's rampant down here up there in North Florida. So they decided to have their own tri-county championship. Why not? So, so, yeah, which sounds dope in theory, but it's, like, it's kind of disappointing to, like, not say you the state championship. It don't matter. You know? It don't matter because we so, know all the motherfuckers that, that make it to the league. Like Miami Booker T. Washington. come from the tri-county. We know that. Like so Miami Booker T. Washington, that team won the state championship last year. It's got one of the best quarterbacks. I like to see Tor- Torrey Morrison. We call him Scooter. 
but he is an undersized quarterback, but he balls. He balls, you know, and he won the state championship last season. You'd want to see him play for another one. But, you know, we'll take the Tri-County Championship. It does have a nice ring to it anyway because it's the Tri-County. But, um, you know, that's that's the thing. That's the that's the only thing um, that is different so far, which is kind of an evolving, you know, decision um, going forward. But Miami Central is definitely another team. They got got playmakers all over uh, that squad. So Miami Central, Miami Northwestern is also – a really great team as well. Um, I can go on and on for an hour for like how many players uh, that are down here in South Florida that can ball because it's, it's Dade County. It's the, it's crib. the crib. You already know. So, but the, but that's that's what's to look out for so far in, in high school football. This was the Mark West Sportscast. You already know. You know, the Benjamin Reports. We'll be coming on Benjamin Report on Instagram at underscore Benjamin Report on Twitter, on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever you want. You, you can get it on the Mark West Sportscast or on Mark West Sports on Instagram.